Welcome to the Asians Redefining Their Success podcast, where Asian professionals share their stories of breaking boundaries and switching into more creative and unconventional careers. I am your host, Yangshi Zhou. Hey friends, happy March and happy Women History Month. In celebration of this, I have big news to share with you. Actually, two big newses. Um, one is just a week and a half ago, I created my first 10k week. <laughs> part of me can't believe it, like, I don't know what to do with myself. And part of me also feels calm because I have been doing so much inner work and getting business coaching that this result was inevitable. And I want to spend the rest of this episode sharing with you all the go-to nuggets that has helped me get to this point. And this is dear to me because I think openly talking about money is so important because it showcases that there's nothing bad about earning money, especially for women. And healing these ingrained negative beliefs around money from our childhood and the culture we grew up in that is really the key to finally charge for whatever your services is, raise prices and get fully booked like I have seen my business and my clients. So for the rest of this episode, I have included or am going to share um, the most important thought processes I had to take on at each level at the 5k level, at the 10k month level, and finally the 10k week level. So if you want to also build a purposeful and profitable business, then I invite you to listen on and feel free to take whatever you need from this episode for your own business dreams. And I also will share the other really amazing news um, later on in the episode. So, if you're still here, (laughs) to give you more of a background on all that's been happening, um, let me just give you a quick rundown of my numbers. And for those of you who are following me on LinkedIn, you know that I'm pretty transparent about my numbers because I want to show you that entrepreneurship can take so many different shapes, sizes, and timelines than the typical story of making six figures in a year that we look up to. And then we blame ourselves when we don't do that. And I want to offer you a different version where you get to define your own version of success. So I've been coaching for about three years on and off with part-time and full-time. And In May of 2019, so about two years in, was when I first or more like finally believed in myself that I could do it. Therefore, I wanted to give myself a solid chance and so I hired my first coach. I quickly saw the results of that and then started creating these higher in thousand dollar plus coaching clients. To give you a comparison, when I first started coaching in 2017, I was charging like $50 a month for 
four sessions as well as weekly like group session office hours. So that change was a really big step. A year later, in June of 2020, after I came back from half a year of traveling, was when I first made 5k in a month. It was actually 6k, but we'll keep it at 5k just for simplicity. And four months later, in October, and that was also the 30-year anniversary of when I first quit my job, that was when I made my first 10k month. And fast forward to now, four months later, in February, I created my first 10K week. So if this goes on, it looks like I will have to do another update in four months about how I blew my mind. (laughs) I am so grateful to have you here and being able to share and celebrate this huge milestone with you. And I'm going to delve deeper into this later, but rather than being excited about the number, I'm actually more excited about the person that I got to become and the transformations I went through during this journey. So if personal growth coupled with business growth is something that you want for yourself this year, then you're going to love what I have planned for you in this episode and for the rest of this month because in honor of Women History Month, I prepared a series of weekly episodes where I'll be bringing on other women who are either past clients or current clients as podcast guests so that you can get an insider glimpse into their minds, how they were able to make thousands of dollars in their own creative businesses, and what advice they have for you. I'm so excited about this, especially in terms of representation for what's possible as an Asian and as a woman of color in entrepreneurship. And I hope that by sharing my journey and theirs, it'll show you that it is absolutely possible for you as well. So let's dive into it. What I'm going to do now is share one concept that has helped me the most at the 5k level, the 10k month level, and the 10k week level. This way I can be applicable to everyone who's listening to this, no matter where you are in this journey. So again, feel free to take what you need right now and run with it. And I'm going to warn you that these principles might sound deceivingly simple. As in, your brain might automatically reject it and go, Psh, this doesn't work. This is not some complicated formula, magic pill sauce. Um, and this is where the deceiving part is. Because it sounds too good to be true. Or that we don't want to put the effort in because it sounds sexy or unsexy. So we brush it away or we keep on going to the next thing thinking that the magic pill is there, not here. A formula that I'm going to give you is simplicity plus practice equals success. And so at the 5k level, the principle that made the biggest difference for me was evaluation. I had this huge aha moment when I looked back on 2019 and saw that I had 100 plus consults and 100 plus no's. 
but I don't know why they said no. So that was literally a multi-six-figure business there if I had worked on this part of evaluation. Now, after each consult, I go a deep dive on these three questions. What went well? So that's the first one. As in, was I connected to the potential client? Did I come from a place of service? What went great that I want to repeat for next time? Second question is, what didn't go well? Did I get caught up on whether they would buy from me and stopped giving them my full attention? Did I get thrown off by something I didn't prepare for? Did I focus a lot on whether they would become a client or not and I end up being graspy? So all these things. (laughs) And the third question is, what will I do differently next time? Because it's then because my action plan to improve for next time and I'll actually look at this line before each next console call as a reminder. This is an exercise that I actually learned from my business coach. And it sounds super simple, but what doesn't get measured doesn't get improved. Am I learning seriously accelerated when I did this after every single consult? It also showed in my results. I made 4K in just two weeks. Um, The summer of 2020. Yeah, I think this was about June or July. So I'm going to repeat the questions again. What went well? What didn't go well? And what will I do differently next time? There's also two additional bonuses to evaluating. One is that you start taking a responsibility for everything. I know when I was just starting out, when potential clients said no, I would blame it on external circumstances. I would like take the call and then go back to my partner and say, oh, they're just not a good fit. Or, oh, they just weren't ready to invest. And while part of that may be true, not taking full responsibility wasn't helping me grow. Everything felt out of my hands, out of my control. Now I think about how can I showcase my value better? What can I do? How can I be ready for their questions? And so as you'll notice, all the evaluations are I focus. And this is how you get better. Which leads to the second bonus of is that you become better at what you do. You're able to listen better, understand people's problems better, and explain the solutions to their problems better. The more you you evaluate, you start seeing patterns, you start seeing ways that you can explain more simply and concisely. And people reach out and sign up for a call because they want to help. And through evaluations, you become so good at helping people that People call you a magician. This is what a client called me once because I was able to read her mind and, you know, cut to the chase and pinpoint something that she was avoiding. So I really think getting better at console calls is one of the best ways to help people and your business. 
So for each of these principles, I am going to also include an action tip so that it is easy to take action on. So here's an action I invite you to take for those of you who want to be making 5k months. As scary as it is to look at your console calls and as much as you don't want to, see if you can look at the process objectively like a scientist. As in, you don't have to tie your ego to it and one call doesn't have to equal failure for the rest of your life. You are merely like a scientist doing research, seeing what worked, what didn't work, and what can be different next time. This will make it easier to go after your growth without beating yourself up and will make the process much more enjoyable. So do whatever you need, have a sticky note, schedule it into your calendar for those times that you will evaluate. And if you don't have consult calls right now, you can absolutely evaluate all the things that you're currently doing. I used to do weekly reviews all the time of experiments that I was doing for the week. Like I tried this and this didn't work and what would I do differently next time? It's the same concept. Now I'm going to move on to the 10K month level. So the principle that made the biggest difference for me here was Separating my self-worth from my product worth. And you may have gotten the sense of the self-separation from business separation in the action tip earlier when I mentioned observing it like a scientist. So let's dive deeper because I know this may feel contradictory to one of the top business advice you hear, which is, girl, charge what you're worth. I also follow this advice for years before realizing that it was doing more harm than good for me. Because especially as when you're first starting out, this is especially detrimental because when you're a beginner learner, you're trying so hard to believe that you're worth a lot. So either one of these two things happen. You either charge super high to seem legit, experienced, and competitive, or you charge super low because you're actually equating the product value to how much you think you're valued, how much you think like your current expertise is. And from working with my clients who are Asian creatives, usually we super like undervalue our expertise. So neither of these two are helpful because when you charge high and you don't believe in it, you're not confident in offering your services, which leads to zero clients. So you're just kind of going through the motions and feeling really anxious every time you offer because you don't quite believe in the value yourself. And then when you charge low and you know it, you're consciously downplaying your value and keeping your month and barely breaking it even months or our losses, and this leads to resentment, especially when you're overworking yourself. What I also teach my clients is that we are inherently worthy. Our worth is boundless. You can't even put a monetary amount on it, so it's impossible to charge what you're worth. When you separate your innate value with your product value, it gives you so much freedom. 
one of the actions that result from this mindset is that you can undercharge and overdeliver, which is one of my favorite philosophies. And what I love about this is that it helps you create new clients consistently. It helps you make an offer to help people with confidence. And none of that, is this worth it? Is my price too high? Should I charge this or charge too low? And going back and forth, mind drama. It builds up your reputation and your referral system for a thriving business. So you can totally know that your your services are worth much more than the amount you're currently charging and have no drama about it while building your business. I'm always aiming for clients to 2x, 4x their investment while knowing that my services are worth much more than I'm currently charging. And this works. And you know, I like to back up these with data. So here's the result for you. During one of my 10K months, when I was undercharging and over-delivering, the client was able to replace her old corporate income in just two months into our coaching relationship. Amazing, right? <laughs> so here's an action that I invite you to take for those of you who want to make your first 10K month. Stop doing the comparison, the market research, and just choose. Choose a number that feels good to you, as in a number that, you'll f- that you feel confident in, so that's a no-brainer, and that it's not paying you peanuts. Because, like I said before, it'll lead you to resentment. And just committing to that number, sticking to that number, and going out there and making as many offers to help people as you can from this place of, yeah, it is worth this much and much more. And I feel confident in it. At the 10K week level, the principle that made the difference for me was focusing on my best clients. Even if you don't have any clients right now, you can absolutely still use and apply this principle. Because focusing on your best clients also means speaking to your best clients. Instead of people who don't want your services or you trying to persuade them that they should buy from you. For example, like on this podcast... I'm not going to spend my time during the episodes trying to persuade you that a creative career is better than a traditional one or that you should start a creative business. I'm going to talk to the people who already want to do these things, like you. So if you're listening, you are the best client of this podcast. Similarly, say if you have a coaching business, speaking to the people who already want coaching or are curious about coaching works much better than persuading people why they should get coaching. Or if you have a creative business, say, that makes cute stickers, speak to the people who already love cute things versus trying to convert people who don't into loving cute things. Now I'm going to speak to the second part of this, which is For those of you who already have clients, even if they aren't paid accounts, focus on your current clients. This may seem obvious, but it's really easy to get caught up on what's next and spend all your time 
trying to get new clients versus focusing on your current ones because we're often pretty preoccupied on what's next and how the grass is greener on the other side, that if we're not intentional about this, it's really easy to neglect your current clients and what you already have. I was actually reading a book called Essentialism in the beginning of this year, which led me to this insight of how the 80-20 rule absolutely applies to my business. So the 80-20 rule states that 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. And if you're curious to see a graphic representation, um, you can check out the in-depth LinkedIn article I wrote on how I created a 10K week. It goes deeper into this. So when I apply this 80-20 exercise and thought about where I could focus 20% of my efforts to create 80% of my results, it led me to an aha moment to focus on my best clients, whom are obviously my current clients. So I made a daily practice to think about my clients and challenge myself to help them experience bigger transformations. Some of my favorite questions are, how can I create the most value for them? How can I get to their goals faster and more effectively? In terms of concrete actions, what that looks like in practice is I spend at least an hour every day actively serving my clients, whether it's coaching them over email, curating resources for them from my personal collection, creating customized business kits that gives them direct access to my thoughts. It's like a digital download of my brain, and these kits are pieces of intellectual property that are proven to catalyze growth, which I'm also very proud of myself for creating. So a pat on the back for me. (laughs) And here are the results. Now I'm able to help clients achieve in three months what it used to take me a whole year. In my first week, oh no, first year of coaching, I made like $986. Now I've had a client who made more than that in just 30 minutes after our first session, whom you will hear about in a later episode this month. Most of my clients create their first paid clients by the two-month mark and either have made their investment back or more than doubled it by the end of three months. Some have even gone to create four clients in 24 hours as well as replace their old corporate income. These are really the most incredible, spectacular results from clients that I've seen in my coaching career so far. And because clients want to continue these transformational experiences, they renew with me for a longer period as my best clients. So action tip for you. What difference would it make in your business if you chose to focus your time on your best clients? Who are your business for and speak to those people? And if you currently have clients, how can you make sure you deeply serve your clients? As in, schedule an hour each week and see how you can give them 1K worth of value, 5K worth of value, 10K worth of value right now. Because If your clients gained results and chose to renew with you right now, all of them, what would be possible for your business?
to recap for you, at the 5k level, focus on evaluation and getting really good at what's already existing, what you already have. Even if it's not a lot, whether it's console calls or engagements on your socials, if you make the best out of each one, it becomes a lot. At the 10K level, focus on separating your self-worth from your product worth if you haven't already. This way, you can create consistent clients without your self-worth and ego going for a roller coaster ride. And at the 10-week level, focus on your best clients. They are your number one priority, so serve them powerfully and help them like you've always wanted to help people. Interestingly, it gets easier to make money over time thanks to exponential growth. For example, making a 10k week felt so much easier than making my first 1k. And when you take action on these different levels and master them and provide value ahead of time and during your services, money flows. I think you'll be really surprised at the breakdown of my 10k week, which is a client renewal, a new client, and a client renewal that got upped from bi-weekly back to weekly sessions because she missed our coaching together. That was it. Really simple, really useful. And seeing this, you might have some thoughts like, it sounds deceivingly simple. Maybe the two client renewals sounds like it doesn't count. Or maybe it just sounds like it won't work for you because you don't have years of experience. Which is why... Exactly why, over the course of the next couple weeks for Women History Month, I'm going to be bringing on guests who are Asian and women of color, who is relatively new to entrepreneurship, so that you can learn how they made their first $1,000, which is often the hardest part, what mindset shifts they needed to have, and how they successfully started their business without having all the expertise in the world. So if you have any questions for them, or you're or you have some doubts that you love to get answered, come DM me at The Arts Podcast on Instagram. Again, thank you so much for being here. I'm so thankful for those who have paved the way before us and celebrating you, the ones breaking barriers, redefining success, and creating history right now. Talk to you next week.